0: So all of heaven is watching the earth all the time, looking for a man or a woman that's going to use the Word of God, that's going to speak the Word of God, that's going to move on the Word of God. And when they do, heaven moves.
1: God bless you and welcome today to Terry Mize Ministries Program. We are just delighted to have you with us and we are as always looking forward to sharing with you wonderful words of life as the old song says uh, from the Word of God. Things that we know work and nothing is theory as Terry says so often. It's all tried and proven. Uh, Things that we have put to the test in good times and in bad times and found out that God's Word always works when you work it
0: (laughs) yes ma'am and you know why do it if it doesn't work
1: no that's right why keep on doing this if it's not working but it does work if
0: it didn't work i'd throw it away and do something else
1: yeah we'd go find something else but thankfully we have picked the right god and he never lies he never fails he never quits he is always faithful to his word and to his people
0: yes ma'am amen
1: and that's what's so thrilling to us that, um, as David said, there's a scripture. Many of you may not know this scripture, but many of you may be familiar with it. David said, King David said in the Old Testament, the Psalms, he said, I have never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed out begging bread. <laughs> and thankfully, we... Well,
0: if you just stopped and thought about that for a while. Well,
1: <laughs> you know, it's just always so important to remember God does not see you as a beggar. He what, doesn't see what? you as a victim.
0: What if people, what if Christians really believe the Bible?
1: Right, what if? What a thought, what a concept. Isn't that
0: amazing? What if if we really thought we couldn't lose? Yes. What if we really believed when Mm. Jesus said in Luke 19, I give you power over over all all the power of the enemy and nothing, (laughs) N-O-T-H-I-N-G, no thing shall by any means hurt you. If the church believed that, we'd cover the world like ants and bring back Jesus in two weeks.
1: <laughs> you know, when you say things like that, it makes me just want to think about, I just want to start over. I just want to be saved again. In
0: Matthew 10, 1, Jesus called to him his 12 disciples and yes. gave them power, power over unclean spirits oh. to cast them out and power to heal, yes. a double all oh. manner of sickness and all manner of disease among the people. If the church believed wow. that, yes. well, we'd just be laying hands on people and praying for people right Left.
1: Well, and the whole purpose of the infilling of the Holy Spirit uh, at, at salvation, and then the outpouring of the Holy Spirit in Acts chapter two, was to give the church boldness yes. to go and do. What God said, go absolutely. do. And so it's that inner excitement and power and filling. I mean, how many how many religions of the world say that their God will come and live in you and help oh, you do no, no. what He told you to do? No. You know, it's like Philippians over there too says that God is all the while at work at in work. you, both to help you uh, do, not just want to do it, but then actually go and do it and do the things that require the power of God to be exhibited oh, out there, so everybody else can see the power.
0: In the scripture we preach so much when we're teaching on spiritual authority Genesis 126. God said, now let us make man, oh, men and women wow. people. Let us make man in our likeness, in our image, and let them, them. have dominion. Not just power, not just authority, right. but let them dominate. Let them have dominion over the over the fowl of the air, the fish, fish of the, of the, the sea, sea, the beast of the field, field. and over all <laughs> oh, the earth. Now God. where did we go where did we move from that right. to, oh, I'm just meek and humble, and I can't do anything, and I'm just a worm, and, and <laughs> well, I'm just use my righteousness yeah. as filthy rags? Where did we go from that to that? Oh, yeah, that's no joke. That's why job. you're always teaching on raise the standard. Raise
1: the standard. And really, I guess I guess that's where we are uh, with the church. Uh, the, the year of the, uh, the local church is that we have to raise our standard because, Terry and I were talking about this the other day, that— we are really living in the times of the parable that Jesus gave of the sow the the wheat and the tares. Sure. That that while the good men of the house slept, that's yeah. the church I would yeah. think. Church has the, been
0: asleep for a long time. Christians
1: have been asleep for a long time, and while they slept, the enemy came and sowed those tares into the earth. Mm-hmm. And here we are now. The tares have grown up with the wheat, and the wheat and the tares are out there the same. I mean the volume
0: of wickedness. Several decades. And, yeah. and the church has been asleep. Yes. The good men were asleep. And here came the bad guys and they planted all the weeds. And then while the church yeah. slept, the weeds came up. Yeah. And now we're now we're faced with weeds and and wheat mixed together, we got to get in there and get rid of the yeah, that's right. the tears. That's
1: right, and I t- and I told you, you know, we're not talking condescendingly about this because I'm as mad at myself as I am anybody else yeah, about I this about thing. That the other day. Because I just feel like we just were we were so distracted with the the problems and the tragedy and the and the you know keeping your head above water and the ministry and and family and marriage and kids and health and all of these things and and we should have been just trusting God on all of that, and just going into the world and preaching the gospel more than we ever had before. And here we are now, we've got to fight a battle that is so unnecessary, yeah, and yet yeah. we've got to raise our standard. We can't do it like we have been. We can't have the good old days. We've got to have more than we've ever, ever, ever had. So the purpose of raising our standard is greater now than
0: it's ever been. Well, yeah, and Jesus is the one that brought that up. He's yes. The, he's the one that said in Matthew, in Matthew 13. <laughs> yes, yeah, Starting in 24, he, he talked told us about the wheat and the tares. And yes. It, and I know I did a deal years ago. said, so well, what's the deal with the tares? Yeah. You know, well, what is the thing with the tares? Well, they, they, they initially look like wheat. That's right. Initially, at first, you can't tell them apart. That's right. Initially, you kind of look around the church and say, oh, everybody looks everybody, everybody looks the same. Uh, but then they, they mix with the wheat. Uh-huh. And then pretty soon they live among the wheat. Right. And then pretty soon uh, they're sucking off the. You wheat. have to realize they never <laughs> ever become wheat. No, that's right. They'll always be tares. They'll never become wheat. And I kind of imagine modern day tares are those who want to put their they want to put their posts and pictures on Facebook. Mm-hmm. They, they want to be right up there with the good guys. You know, so many I get amazed at Facebook has so many people posting Christian things, and then you go back and look at their page, and it's like. Uh, they they did not seem like they're a Christian. No, right, It doesn't right. look like they're a Christian. Well,
1: it's like Paul said, too, you know, they were, they're were clouds without but, rain. But they want to they, show
0: up at wheat functions. Yeah. They want to go to wheat meetings and wheat right, conventions. Right, right, right. Uh, but they're still tares. Well, and and, we, and they never, ever, ever, ever bring forth fruit like wheat does.
1: No, that's and right. And
0: God did not put them in the church. The devil did
1: no and there's a whole uh, i mean it's just it just is a ripple effect everything out there from the church out to the world and that's why we have to realize that it's much more serious and much more uh, need the need is much greater than we've ever seen before of having the power of god you know you even
0: talked about and the word taught how prevalent it is on facebook for just normal people just lay people, Christians right. or wheat or tares, yeah. how they'll get on Facebook and chew out a preacher. Yeah, and The Bible says you don't rebuke an elder and you and I were raised right. that way. We wouldn't dare rebuke an elder. We wouldn't dare right. tell right. an elder they don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> oh, I mean, they, they, such... wouldn't, and they wouldn't dare correct the president no. or fuss about the president or fuss about uh, a congressman or a senator or somebody like that. But They'll get on there and just chew their pastor out and you know, or chew, or chew very us vile. out, or chew a minister out. Yeah, very vile like, it's, words. It's like, well, it you little snotty-nosed tear? Who do you, <laughs> who do you think you are? You, you actually think you're wheat? Yeah, right. Hear that? Hear that? Rebuke a man of God, a woman of God. Curse a man of God, a woman of God. And yet they'd, they'll quote Madonna or somebody, or they'll quote yeah, Kardashians right, or somebody. Right. And it's, it's like, it's like you, you people don't have a clue what you're doing. You got this whole thing upside down because the wheat are so mixed, the tares are the tares so, mixed, are so mixed, in mixed up with, in with the, the wheat, going to wheat function change going to wheat events mm-hmm. and trying to look like wheat and trying to be wheat mm-hmm. and trying to act like they actually... I wrote to some lady today. She she rebuked me on Facebook and I, I gave her back that scripture. She probably doesn't even know it's a scripture. I said, you do err, my sister, not knowing the scriptures. <laughs> she probably yes, won't even know what that means. That's in there.
1: That's in there. Well, and, and vocat that's why I, I wrote my grandson a text and he's in the... he, he does a lot of... Uh, he's in the... he's going to college and running a lot of things that have to do with video and, and movie and and um, running the actual college campus TV thing. But what's so exciting about that is that when you learn Bible vocabulary, I told him, I said, you need to go, if you want things for good scripts and you want unique words, the Bible is one of the greatest places to go to get vocabulary <laughs> because you can learn concept and you can learn uh, a higher level of thinking, and you insert that into a movie, you insert that into a play, oh, yeah. oh, you yeah. insert that into conversation. And it's a much more intelligent uh, lifestyle, and and. The problem has been, Terry, is in our leadership. Also, even though um, you know there's wrong on both sides of the pulpit, um, I, I want to challenge pastors and leaders today to let's let's come up higher. I mean, Terry and I are want we want to move up higher. We want to think higher. We want to we want to live uh, you know in a realm of faith that we've never lived in you know before right. because we and, know we have to and have it.
0: We got to. We have got to raise the standard. You know, yes. you, you had a radio program for years, a TV program called Raising the Standard. Standard. Yes, I did. And that doesn't just mean raise your standards. It's it also talking about the guidon uh, that, which is a, a military flag. Right. That all through history uh, they would raise that little flag. Mm-hmm. And then the soldiers would know which way they're supposed to go because you're exactly. out there in a battle and you're fighting and all of a and you look around and say, "Where's the standard?" Where, and they right. called it the standard. Right. And the, Where's the standard? Where's the guide on? And they look at it and say, "Okay, we're going, we're going this way." You know, the the army's going this way. It's kind of like the Bible says, if you if you blow the trumpet, right, but it has an uncertain a sound, sound to it. Then the and soldiers don't, don't know, know where what to go. Do. They don't know go. if they're supposed to retreat or attack. Right, you know, they're not sure what, what what was that trumpet sound because some clowns out there are just just messing around. You right. know. <laughs> Yeah, carelessly, it. flippantly. Yeah.
1: Well, and that's not, and and that's what is so important for leadership within the church. With it doesn't matter if you're directing traffic out in front of the church, or you're teaching in the nursery, or you're an usher inside the church, or you're uh, head of the youth department, or whatever it is that you're doing. There has to be a deliberate, forceful, on purpose sound within th- within it. Absolutely. So when when the soldiers were out in the battlefield and they're out there fighting wars, there would be a sound of attack. Or retreat through the trumpet, yeah. and then they'd raise the the,
0: the flag, yeah, the, standard. the
1: standard, and they'd know which way to retreat or attack.
0: It's our and, job as ministers to raise yes, the standard, yes, so that the so that the people know where they're supposed to go and what they're supposed. That's to do. That's
1: exactly right. We've got to do that, and, and in pre- a daily, and when
0: we preach has got to be a certain sound, not an uncertain. That's sound. right. You know, I've said for years when people hear me preach, I mean, I like me, but when they when they hear me preach, they know which side of the fence I'm on. <laughs> that's they right. They don't wonder. Well, I wonder what do you think? about that. I mean, it's it's not an uncertain sound. It's a very certain sound that says, you know, right is right even if no one's doing it,
1: no, and that's wrong. And wrong is
0: wrong, even if everybody's doing it. It's well, still wrong.
1: And and the courage that it takes, um, which we which you know, it seems to be something in my heart that I'm always I, I I just am amazed at how the Lord deals with me about being very very courageous, being very courageous, not arrogant, not flippant, not dom- dominating people, but having courage within myself to either say or do the right thing or, or and and act in a way that is uh, reflective of the Lord Jesus Christ in our everyday life. And it's so important to do that it, 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 with your parenting, with your marriage, with your um, uh job wherever you are in the workplace with your money with your health it, because there's so many scriptures that talk about God doesn't like an unjust weight no. he, he doesn't he wants everything sitting in a proper order yes. and how you do that in a daily everything life to be honest
0: everything to be yeah, fair everything right. to be balanced
1: balance and God in an everyday life wants that to play out for you spirit soul and body in your thinking in your words in your lifestyle um, I, you and I have talked about this a lot because it's so important I Isaiah 55 says, let the unrighteous man forsake his ways. And, uh, you know, so that, um, you know, we... um have how we act in an everyday lifestyle. Um, you know, if you know your husband or wife doesn't like something uh, done in the kitchen a certain way, then you go in there. Even when somebody's not watching, you do the right thing. <laughs> you you If they want... The, right is right. Even right if is, nobody's doing it. Right. Whether they're watching or not, you do the right thing. If they want the pickles put in a certain place, then you put the pickles in a certain place. Sure. You don't just shove them in you there know, and say, well, I know they don't like that, but I'm know, do it anyway. You know, our
0: dear friend and spiritual father John Osteen, right, right. You know, you know, Joel Osteen, pastors Lakewood Church. Now, yes. his, his daddy, John, yes. uh, started Lakewood, and is, was our dear friend, and was our pastor. Right, and he was actually your pastor. You actually went to church there, but right, I, right? I never lived in Houston, so I didn't go to church there, but I, I received him as a pastor. Mm-hmm. He, he would call me his pastor. But but brother Osteen used to say this. He'd say, "Repent." as fast as you can.
1: Yes, that was such a great thing he always said. Because,
0: he said, because the time between the sin and the repentance is the devil's playground.
1: That is so good. Did y'all get this? You say that about ten times, couldn't you? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, really. Repent as As fast as as you can. can.
0: Now see, there's preachers preaching today, don't repent. Right. Christians should never repent. Don't ever repent. Never repent. I had one clown tell me, I mean, a pastor, a preacher, told me one night, he said, Brother Terry, he said, I mean, if a guy walked up to my daughter and shot her in the face with a gun and killed her graveyard dead, I wouldn't expect him to repent to me or to God. And I said, you're just a moron. What a moron. But there are preachers yeah. preaching, don't repent. But Jesus, you know, and, there, and there's lots of preachers preaching that nowadays, and they're saying, no Christian should ever repent. And I always bring it to their attention. Yeah. And I said, you know, if you go to the book of Revelation, which is New Testament. Yes. Hello. (laughs) And you read where Jesus, remember Jesus, wrote seven letters to seven Seven churches. churches. And in five of them, he told them to repent. repent. And I said, you know, if Jesus is telling the church to repent Uh, in the New Testament, how can you stand in the pulpit and say Christians should never repent? Isn't that something? See, we've forgotten the Bible. They have; they've lost the standard. Well, and that's the, what the, you the the said. Trumpet's the it's uncertain,
1: that—that's what you know. You were talking about. How did we get from up here to down here? see,
0: Renee, it's costly to be a true son. Well, it is. Anybody can come in and be a tear and just sit in the pew and sing the songs and clap your hands and, right. and criticize and talk. But if you're going to be a true son, right it'll cost you something
1: well it will and and the sacrifice that is made but it's it's always the the reward is far greater Then the sacrifice, it's like Hudson Taylor, all those years he spent in China, buried two wives, three children, went through horrific sacrifice, what we would call as a missionary in the 1850s, all the way up into the 1900s, raising up uh, the very formidable missionary organization, China Inland Mission, as he, in his later years, someone interviewed him in England and said to him, Reverend, uh, you know, Taylor, you have sacrificed so much. And they said he he looked at them with such consternation it's and sacri- he said, I mean, I can't, it just overwhelms me. He said, I never... Sacrificed a thing. I never gave up a thing. He said, It has been an honor to serve the Lord Jesus Christ. I mean, it just, the, the humility and the awareness of the fact that what we sacrificed is so little yeah. in comparison. He buried
0: two wives or several children. For three the, children. For the gospel's For the
1: gospel's sake. sake. Plus, all of the torture and torment he went through uh, there to get, I mean, the horrific stories. And I would encourage everybody to read. The book Hudson Taylor's spiritual, spiritual Secret. secrets. You can get it on Amazon. I keep them in supply in our oh, yeah. office. You give
0: them away all the time.
1: Yes, and it's so important for us to realize the standard at which um, those great men and women lived, and yet we've dumbed down the gospel so much to where we've allowed the atrocities that have gone on in our even our own country in yeah. the last several years. You know,
0: one of my favorite things in, in, about Hudson Hudson Taylor's testimony is he was in inland China. Yes. Had nothing. Had no money. <laughs> had
1: gone way up in China where nobody even knew His where he was. His money had to
0: come from England by ship. By ship. And then get to inland China, not just to the coast. So it took Jesus months to my, get anything my. to him. Yep. And yet he wrote and said this. He said, "He said we're sitting here and we're without this and this and this. But he said, but I've got 25 cents. In all the promises of God, <laughs>
1: that is my all-time favorite uh, statement.
0: So I've got 25 sins and all, in the, all promise. the promises of see, God. See,
1: and, and that's the thing I was talking about the other that day it's in a church. To be a son, yes. That, and, but the thing is, is that you still never see yourself
0: as a victim. No, never.
1: I am never a victim. He never I am saw always as a yes.
0: Said, I didn't sacrifice. I
1: will not victimize myself, even in my own brain. So one of the ways you can raise the standard is in your thought life. Start there, as well as the word. Coming out of your mouth, that you do not speak death, you do not speak failure, you don't speak loss, lack, sickness, disease. Poverty, I remember, poverty. Yeah, poverty. Dean, I remember Dean saying, he said, You know, when I really got hold of this, he said, I could hardly talk for three weeks. Oh, no. He said, Because I was so used to saying that just tickles me to death, mm-hmm. or I'm dying to go, mm-hmm. or that just made me sick, you know, mm-hmm, thinking sure. about And he said, I had to Didn't correct, it just kill you. Yeah, my poor little old kids, mm-hmm. you know. And he said, I had to stop all of that. He said, I nearly had to stop talking for about three weeks till I corrected the mindset. And then years later, he, sa- he said, when we were starting our church, he told the people that we were starting with, he said, you know, the real enemy to this church will not be the devil. It will be the mindset of the, the, people, mindset of the people and the community. And so we have to change our mindset. We have to inspect every thought. Let the wicked man forsake his ways. Isaiah 55, 7. And the un. Unright- man his thoughts yes. so it's how I do something how I think about it and what comes and what out of my, out of my mouth so that's how start that privately you have know, your a, own private revival and regeneration as a teenager
0: <laughs> when I had first come back from my first mission trip in Panama mm-hmm. where I nearly died living in the jungle with the Indians that's tribe. right and uh, and so I was in prayer and said Lord you got to show me some stuff and the Lord Showed me about your words and showed me about speaking and, yes. and, and talking and how how I, I said on, on the thing. podcast <laughs> I said on the program either That's either right. last week or week before whenever it was uh, I was talking about this and I, uh, and, and I said that um, you need to talk like God think like God and act like God then yeah. you have results like God well during that session of God talking to me about that I saw it and he and and, and he revealed it to me and I said Lord. Can it possibly be that simple? Isn't that something? And he said to it me very simple, quickly, "He said, simple yes; easy, no.' That's right." And I that's said, right. "What?" He said, "Oh, it is that simple, yeah. but it's not easy." He said, "You've got to train your thinking, yes, train right. your brain, train <laughs> your mouth. <laughs> you got to retrain yourself to yeah. think right and talk right, that's right and do that's right. right." That's right. That's right. But he said, "It is that simple. It's just, it's just, but it's work. It's costly to be a well, yeah, and you it's know, consistent." You know, Jesus is going to separate. Think about this. Jesus is going, the Bible says he's going to separate the wheat from the tares, the goats Those from, the, from the, sheep, the sheep, the clean from the unclean. Right. And people don't believe that today. Uh, people say, oh, no, 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 I'm going to live like a pig and be blessed like a sheep. No, no, right, no he's right. going to separate the goats from the sheep, the wheat from the tares, the clean That's right. from the unclean. And, 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 and our biggest job in the ministry, I want to say John Osteen said this. I may be, uh, he may not have said it. Maybe I said it. I've said it so many times. But... Uh, <laughs> But I said the, the biggest job of the ministry is keeping the world out of the church. That's right. And keeping the church out of the out world. Out of the world. That's the biggest job in the ministry. And I'm not talking about keeping sinners out of the church. I'm talking about no, the right. worldly system, the worldly ideas, right, the worldly right, right. mindset. Well, carnal, you what keep, we call carnal. Keep the, you've got to keep that yeah, out of yeah. the church. Right. And you've got to keep the church out of the world, out of the, uh-huh. mind, out of the mindset of the world. Exactly. He, he said, come out from among them and be separate. Because Jesus is going to separate them. That's really we we think we can fool our Christians and our pastors and our friends, but we can't fool Jesus because He is going to. Wow. There is the day coming where He's going to separate them well, you and know. say, "No, you you stand over there."
1: Let me just say this one thing because I want you to finish that. But, you know, even at the coming of the Lord, it says two shall be asleep in the bed and one will be taken and the other left. Mm-hmm. One will be out, in the yeah. two will be out in the field and one will be taken and the other left. And you see that God's God's got a, I mean, he's got a, a you know, some kind of slicer. No, that's <laughs> that right. That slices and separates no, right. in a way. And I don't understand all that, so I'll be see, honest, the but church, I'm telling
0: you, it puts the fear of God in you. The church has been preaching the last few years. They literally teach This in Bible schools now. That that if you're going to minister, if you're going to pastor, if you're going to be a preacher, if you're going to, then you need to do three things. You need to calm down. This is this is the mantra now. You need to calm down. I heard that. You need to dress down. Yeah, and you need to dumb down. They're teaching that in Bible schools.
1: That you, need is, to, you
0: need to just calm down. Let's just as let's, if. Don't, let's don't have the church, you know, <laughs> jumping and running and shouting and and, and, and carrying. The you, world might you might embarrass better. somebody. Oh, my gosh. All those people that you you, you grew up with in, in Shreveport Life Tabernacle, they would have embarrassed the church today. No, right. You know, so it's calm down. And then it's dress down. You don't want to wear a suit and tie. You want to wear jeans with holes in it. You want to you know, you want to dress down. They're teaching this in Bible schools to young pastors, and then you need to dumb. How down. would that ever to, help? You need to dumb down. You dumb down the message. Don't make it so hard. Right. Don't don't tell people that they got to live holy. Don't don't tell people they got to do what's right. <laughs> but we need to remember Jesus is going to separate the wheat from the tares. <sighs>
1: It's scary, you know. You know leader, and,
0: leaders do what's right, even right, when it's not popular. Right. If it's not popular with the church, that's that's too bad. I'm sorry, Sister Tootie Fruity, but this is the word. I'm sorry, the word makes you uncomfortable.
1: <laughs> well, you know, I, I'm all for being, you know, like I mean Romans. I'm just sitting here thinking Romans 14 and 15. You know, Paul's even talking about vegetarian versus you know meat eaters, and he's right. talking about all these different things about how we're to adjust and 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 serve people rather than lord over people or or have a sense of superiority over them. But yet there is a standard. And the standard is godliness. And the standard... This is the standard. standard. This is the tool you use to take out the garbage in your brain and put all the new wonderful words of life and wisdom of God that you can actually go buy at Walmart for ten bucks. (laughs) It's not even fair. The church
0: today doesn't have ten commandments. They only have two.
1: Yeah. They just keep
0: watering it down and watering watering it down. Down. we We, don't
1: have we can't th- even do those. We you don't know? have to do 10. Let's just do two. So, you know, we want to be like the Apostle Peter in one regard, where he said, as long as there is life as, as I'm in this world, I'm going to continue. He said, even though I know you know these things, Peter said, I'm going to continue <laughs> to remind you. And I always told my church in Corpus, I'm going to be the number one nag in the church <laughs> to remind you uh, sure. that we have to go back to what the word of God yeah, says. Yeah. And it's not because I sense, I feel I'm better than anybody else. It's not that I sense that I've got this all down pat and I've got, I've nailed it down, and I don't have to be taught or corrected anymore. It has nothing to do with it. It has to do with the fact that I am so. I see the desperation in in my own life, and in others, and in the world system, and on the news, you see all the things that are happening. If we don't hold on to the word of God, Terry, we have no hope.
0: And I know we're about out of time, but let me just say this: this last year people haven't gone to church. The government shut the churches down. People How? shut the church down. The, the red states you know, shut the churches down. and or Excuse me. The blue states shut the churches down. And uh, they said they're not essential. It's okay to go to a casino, but you can't go to church. It's okay to go to a tattoo party, but you can't go to church. It's okay to go to Walmart, but you can't go to church. It's okay to go to Target, but you can't go to church. Well, that's stupid. That's not when they say that. That's not about a virus. That's about control and getting yes. rid of the church. Yeah. Well, yeah. always Shutting remember down. communism has two enemies: the middle class and the church. So if they're going to turn any country into that's communist right. country, they always get rid of the church and always get rid of the middle class
1: and small business, which, is middle, which is middle class. Middle class. They have to shut down the small business, shut down middle class, take all that away, give all the. Power to Walmart and Target. (laughs) And nobody else has anything other than these giant tech companies and these giant companies around the country.
0: But to finish that point just before we run out of time, if you don't watch out, you're going to turn into a tear. That's right because you subtle deception. home, hey, I don't have to go to church now. Yeah, I, can, I can watch it in my pajamas. Yeah. My, somebody told me the other day, they said, I really like this online stuff because I can vacuum my house and do dishes. And I said, yeah, but you're not listening. You're not writing, taking yeah. notes. You're not letting absorb, you know, but if we don't watch out, a lot of weed are going to turn into tears.
1: And you lose the supernatural aspect of the kingdom of, of God. Well, our time is gone for today and uh, we are just delighted and excited that we've been able to spend this time with you. And we are thankful that the word of God never, changes. It's always the same. And we want to remind you as we leave, you are
0: more than conquerors.
1: Amen. God bless you.